This is a show where Brandon and Gabby from Geekedia talk about everything geeky. From movies, to shows, and even video games. So put in your earbuds, and get ready to listen to an organized, well thought out, random conversation. Alright, so if you can tell by that, today's topic is going to be first impressions on the new Dr. Jody Whitaker, and so far, the series itself, even though it's at this point of recording, we're only three episodes in. Uh, Gabby, first, first thoughts, first impressions, what do you got? Um, honestly, I wasn't sure about, you know, kind of that whole, like, cycle thing of, you know, brand new doctor, oh, I hate them, you know, and then you go to the next stage, you're like, ah, they're okay, ah, I love them, oh, no, they're leaving, I hate the new doctor, like, that cycle, I'm not normally, like, that. Kind of neutral at the the beginning. No, at the beginning, you're, like, of the cycle, it's, you hate them, but Hmm. for me, I'm never, I've never been like that, um. Uh, and and this particular one, you know, I, I started out, I was just like, meh. I was like, eh, we'll see what happens while watching the previews, you know. Um, like, I hadn't seen her in other things, so I wasn't sure what to expect. Um, I've seen very little of, uh, what is it, Broadchurch? Yeah. Yeah, Broadchurch. Uh, so, you know, I didn't know what to expect. And um, uh, I wasn't super impressed with the first episode i i kind of agree with you i will differ with you on this normally when when it's been a new doctor um i i've been kind of neutral matt smith i almost i kind of hate it in the beginning only because only because david Tennant's my doctor so i was a little scorned by that but 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 i mean like after about a couple minutes i was like no gotta be neutral but with her I was more excited, only not because oh it's a woman finally. It, it yeah. was it was more she when when Peter Capaldi was done and uh, very last episode and it changed to Jodie Whittaker. I, I you could just feel kind of like excitement, like oh this is new. Yeah. But with Peter, when it went from Matt to Peter, he was more like, uh, how do we do this? And it kind of felt it kind of felt a little flat to me in the very beginning with Peter. But with Jody, I was I was very excited. Um, first episode, I will say, kind of, I do agree with you on that. It was kind of like, <laughs> yeah, like I liked her intro. You know, at the end of the uh, of when Peter Bacaldi changes into Jody Whittaker, right? She goes, ah, brilliant. I thought that was hilarious and like the best way to bring her in. Yeah, she's like. Oh, brilliant! I'm a woman. This is cool. Like well, this is I, brand new. What, what what I think I don't even my thought or my take isn't that the doctor knew. Oh, I'm a woman because they because uh, in the very first episode, a little bit of a spoiler, huge spoiler, not really, <laughs> slightly. Yeah, it's really uh, the, not. Uh, one of the uh, characters on the train said, "Ma'am," and she goes, "Why are you calling me ma'am? Yeah, because you're a woman." What I think when Jody said brilliant, I think it was the doctor felt like. Something's new. Something's different. Yeah. And it's exciting. Not not being able to pinpoint because I thought she looked, didn't doctor. she look into a mirror and then say that? I thought that I I could be wrong. I, I think so. I mean, with, with how the doctor regenerates, their minds kind of warp. Yeah, because she can. So you know, 
yeah, spoiler, so she, she forgets see- she forgets who she is. Right. She could have seen, oh, I'm a woman, and then five minutes later, who where am are I? we? Um, where are we? Who am I? What are exactly. We doing? Um, and I liked how I think with the series of Capaldi, it was when they were starting to get uh, starting to. Pretty much, it was the episode where Clara. It was Clara. Uh, Clara Oswald's final episode when one of the Gallifreyans uh, was a man died oh, and regenerated yeah. as a woman. It was yeah. almost like I don't think it was a huge da da. We're gonna we're gonna change the doctor to woman, but I think yeah. it was. It could have been a nice subtlety, like, hey, guess what? They can change genders. Yeah, and that was definitely something previously that wasn't like an idea of right. like no nobody was like. Oh, clearly, like, if you're a man, you're going to regenerate into a man. Like, everyone usually just probably thought that. Right. Until that one instance where, what is it? It's during the the, the war at the end before Gallifrey is put into... The time the, lock. Yeah, the, the, yeah, the time lock. The, and, time, the last of the time wars between... Yeah, I don't need to know the title. <laughs> um... <laughs> uh, yeah, no, uh, when, they put in, when they're put into the time lock... And, you know, that whole council is, like, they're they're about to die, so they start regenerating, and then you see this white, gray-haired man turn into a black, very much younger, bald woman. Right. Um, and uh, so that kind of sparks the idea in people's minds, oh, hey, Time Lords can switch genders. Okay. All Let's right. Let's with this. Yeah, and so the writers, obviously, decided to change the doctor to a woman, this is, like, the next step, I guess, in, right. that, in that flow. And I, I'm, I'm one of the people that when uh, Jodie Whittaker was released as, hey, this is going to be the doctor, it kind of felt flat for me. Nothing wrong with Jodie Whittaker or anything like that. But, of course, I had the vision of, you know, two birds, one stone. Make it a ginger woman. He's never been a ginger, never <laughs> been a woman. I mean, and uh, some people, uh, when I tell people that, they instantly go, oh, Karen Gillan. I'm thinking... She wasn't the doctor. She was a companion. Exactly. So, and it would be kind of, that's almost like, well, that'd be too obvious. Where That would fall even flatter. Yeah. So when I first heard Jodie Whittaker, I'm like, okay, let me look her up. Because like you, I, no idea. I, I figured she was in Broadchurch. But when I saw, hey, she worked alongside David Tennant, I'm going... Okay, she has her foot in the door right then and there. Yeah. This is this can be exciting. And then I saw pictures of her, uh, the way she looked, the way the clothes, and I'm just like some it, like almost like her when she first came on. Brilliant. Something new, something exciting. And I've been excited pretty much ever since. Yeah. Well, okay. So you said you mentioned the clothes there. It reminded me of when I when they first released the the like what she's gonna look like, like the clothes wise. Right. Um, me and my sister are like, she looks like she's wearing the Mork and Mindy stuff, like Mork from. My like, mom said the exact same thing. Yes. Robin she Williams just, she just is looks Mork. Like nanu nanu. Yes, exactly. Like uh, it, it, the suspenders, the the first outfit she was wearing, the striped uh, shirt thing. Right. Whatever. It just harkened back to. I'm an alien, Mork and Mindy. This is, I, I feel like it was a nod. Like, I feel like that was on purpose, but you never know. I mean, it it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, it would because you're mixing up comedy and then science fiction, but then again, Mork and Mindy. But it it's a pretty it, famous show. Right. Um, I mean, Robert Williams barred right, right there. Yes. Um, but, I, and some people go, I mean, even, even a part of me is kind of going like, she looks weird, but I'm thinking that's the doctor. 
And it, that's where it kind of made sense because if you think about it, ever since uh, the show got re- restarted with Christopher Eccleston, each doctor's kind of looked normal. When if you go back through the 70s, 80s, 60s of the old doctors, they were the weirdest looking guys. I mean, oh, one yeah, of the doctors they, had they, a 12-foot scarf. Yeah, they definitely had like... You just said 12-foot scarf. They, they always had something strange about them, like, just not necessarily, like, their personality, but, like, the things that they wore. Right. Wasn't there one where there's, like, a guy with, like, a silver cloak? Uh, no. Or is that just it, one it, episode? It, it almost looked like a take on uh, Joseph's coat from Joseph and the Mace Technicolor Dreamcoat. Oh. It, it was multicolored. Uh, there was a guy with a celery stick. And uh, to my to my opinion. Some of them had staffs. Right, uh, one, uh, the eighth doctor, no, no, I'm sorry, the seventh doctor, his umbrella, the, Had a question the mark. handle of it was a question mark. Yeah. Um, didn't he have a hat, too, that had question he, marks he did. on it? Um, the inside of one of the sixth doctor's jacket was a bunch of question marks. That's what it was. Um, but th- th- for me, the, the last two doctors that seemed a little strange with their clothes was Matt Smith. With the fez, which he only and wore the, And the once. bow tie. And the bow tie. And then David Tennant with the Converse and... That the, wasn't really strange. No, but it, it was kind of like... Quirky. Those don't match. But, eh, but Peter quirky. Capaldi, he looked a little too normal, like fancy dressed. And it, it was... He kind of looked like, like a professor, <sighs> which is funny. If you've seen the series, uh, he was a professor at some point. Right. I, I don't know. It just... Twice. Yeah. Um, he, he was but, a teacher twice. But we're supposed to be talking about Jody Whitaker. Yes, we are. Yes. Uh, li- like the title said, guys, random, co- well-organized, well-thought-out, random conversations. Very much so. So so anyways, it's strange of how she's dressing, but at the same time... It's kind it, of normal. It fits. It right. fits with the series and who the Doctor is. Right. And also with the suspenders, I'm just waiting for somebody, for her to just go, yes, indeed. Ta. Has she not ah! done that yet? I thought she did that in the first episode. No, I don't think so. Maybe I just saw like a a video of her in it or something. I don't know. Probably. I feel like I've seen her do that. So, so far, it, uh, it's still a little neutral, but I'm very excited for her. I, and after the third episode, uh, they deal with uh, Rosa Parks. Yeah. Um, I mean, if, if you're kind of spoiling on that, the name of the ty- the name of the episode is called Rosa. So, yeah, take it for what you will. Yeah. Um, and it's already out, so. Right. You know. um, but there, there's a scene, and spoiler alert, if you've never gone through high school, Rosa Parks get arrested. Yeah. Um, there, there, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I broke Gabby. Anyways. Just a little bit. Right. I mean, this is American history. Most Americans should know that. But you would think... But okay, I say most. Like it, I said, should and most. Right. Most should. Um, and I don't know what you're about to say, but I'm about to interrupt because that this show is a British show, for one, and so the the main characters are British. the The companions, the new companions, are British, and it's kind of funny because you know we know Rosa Parks, we know what happened, we know everything about the history of racism and. Uh, the South in the 50s and the time when Rosa Parks was alive. Um, but it, it, the one of the characters in it, you know, forgets or, like, forgot from history class or whatever and didn't quite pick up on it when they got there because, you know, it says, 
oh, where are we? 1955 Montgomery, Alabama. And the guy, apparently, he either wasn't thinking or, uh, you know, wasn't, he, he didn't quite pick up on the fact that I think I, he's just thick. Okay, that is also possible. I was trying to be nice. <laughs> um, <laughs> he, uh, he, you know, he's trying to be polite and he, uh, some white lady walks by and drops her glove and he turns around and he's like, oh miss, you dropped it. You dropped this and like. Quick question. Did you just try to do that with a British accent? Not on purpose. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, so he turns around and, you know, he gets immediately gets flack for that um, because they're like, why are you talking to a white woman, you know, because he's a, a, a black male. Um, and, and, and he's just like, what's going on? Like, what happened? Why wh- Why are they being so mean? You know, he, he's not quite to that extreme, but, like, he, he doesn't quite get it at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it makes him angry, as it, it obviously should. But, right. you know, but because we're American— uh, we know the history. We remember it. Um, so if we were to time travel to 1950s America in the South, Montgomery we would, of all places. Yes, exactly. We would 100% know where we're at, what's the deal, and how to handle it. Um, because you know we're Americans and we're two fairly smart people and paid attention in school. And <laughs> he just gave me one of those. Uh, signs with his hands. Um, I'm not a genius, all right? I didn't say you were a genius. I said two fairly smart people. <laughs> Stop interrupting. Um, wow, I forgot what I was saying. Uh, but, you know, anyways, any American, even from this time period, would know uh, and wouldn't necessarily, like, try and do something that would cause an upset um, uh, to history because... You know, if, if especially if you were a person of color, you would, one, not want to be there in the first place, and two, if you did end up there, you wouldn't try and do anything out of the norm to get, because, you know, you could possibly die. Right. Um, so, I it's kind of interesting to go back to the point that I was trying to make as I ramble on and completely digress. Um, we don't think about the fact that um, uh, other countries wouldn't necessarily know that or re- like remember that because it's not their history does it make sense it, it does but my my thought is like the like, reason why i say he he's just thick uh yeah. by the way the character we're talking about is ryan sinclair right. who's played by i believe it's pronounced uh tosin cole i'm probably mispronouncing the first name but anyways no idea. um he my thought is of all things Anybody, like any, uh, this is going to sound more worse than what I mean, but any civilized place that knows history of the world should know, hey, that was a big thing. Maybe not specifics, but know, hey, South, 1950s, bad on different races. Oh, okay. And not only that, but if you really want to go back in history, British people are the ones that kind of started that. They, you know, they started the whole slaves and everything like that. And they were- But they were also first to- get rid of the slaves as far I, I i believe so like there were more there was freedom came quicker in england than it did in america true but to be fair it was probably because england is an older country it's probably the same amount of time right and and but, but i mean my thing is you come from a country that originated it yeah. you of all people should know well, this is bad yeah. um 
but because in his time period, that's not something he has to worry about. You don't automatically think, oh, I have to worry about this now. Um, True. Um, and I just thought it was interesting to see, oh, hey, this is someone from a different country. Oh, yeah, I guess not everyone around the world would necessarily remember that. Of course, they were probably taught that because this is a huge thing in history of the whole entire world um, with, uh, you know, segregation because it happened in more than one place, not just in America and not just in England. Um, it's So it makes sense that, yes, they were taught about it, but, like, to what extent? You don't actually really know about America, like, our history because it's American history, True. if that makes sense. I mean, it, 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 I just thought it was cool to think about. I mean, in, in any sense, like, you could really say, like, oh, they should know about it, but they wouldn't know this much. They could know yeah. this much. There, there are, you're right, there are different ways to, to present it, and there are different things. But, but like I said, I think my whole thing is, I, I think he's... He's not I don't want to say he, he's no. not stupid. No, he he is a little thick because at one point he even like they're asking, "Don't you know where we are and who Rose is?" Yeah, she, and his exact his exact line, and this is where I face palm like you're kidding, <laughs> right? He said, "Yeah, she's the first black woman to drive a bus." He calls her the bus lady, legit the black bus lady, and and everybody's just going, "What really, really?" really? <laughs> but that that that's kind of what why I think. This episode, Rosa, is the tipping point for me on whether I like it or I don't. Yeah, it was done really well. There's very tastefully and respectfully. Yeah, yeah, and the the, I honestly I felt the emotion. You know, where they actually do show the whole thing where she does get arrested for mm -hmm. not wanting to move. Um, and uh, you know, you could feel the emotion. The actress that played Rosa Parks in this episode was really good. I've never even heard of her. Um, uh, she she looked spot on like Rosa Parks, but that's makeup for you. But anyways, she she is very good. Yeah. But the reason why for me it's a tipping point in the series so far is because this is this was almost defining the group. Uh, in the first mm -hmm. episode, we just got the new Doctor. We're seeing everybody. We're kind of picturing yeah. who's going to be the companion. kind of gain everybody, all the companions at once. Right. Second episode, it was more on how the group can work as a team. Yeah. And also revealing the new TARDIS. I mean, not going to oh, lie. Goodness. After okay. watching it, yeah, I'm going, oh, this was about how they can get along. We'll come back to the TARDIS. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I got some thoughts. So do I. Um, <laughs> but, but for me, dur during the episode, I was just like, can we just... Get on. I want to see the TARDIS. I want to see the TARDIS. Oh. But but the third episode, it was more, we're going to see the characteristics of each individual person. Yeah, we definitely learned more about their personality and, and the, you know, things that they deal with at home. And, like, the characters get deeper yes. at, at, in this episode. Um, and for just the third episode, the fact that they went so deep so quickly, I think is a really good thing. Oh, yeah. Um, Like, uh, the guy that plays... Um, Graham? Yes, um, who is um, Ryan's step-grandfather. Right. Uh, he's played by Bradley Josh Wal John Walsh. Uh, now, when I first heard that he was coming to the show, I was super excited. Uh, for those of you who don't know, he he is a TV host on a show called The Chase. Um, it's, only in, uh, it's only on BBC, but they did an American adaptation down here in the States, I think. Um, but anyways, I've seen clips of him. Down he, here in the States, you said. Shut up. <laughs> I, we're in charge here. Shut up. Um, 
But anyways, I've seen clips of him. I've seen bloopers. And he is a funny guy. So I was super excited on that. Um, and in this episode, you really see kind of he's he's I don't want to say he's another Wilfred mm-hmm. um, because he's not. Nobody can touch Wilfred. Wilfred stands alone. But he does kind of have that old soul heart. Um, Ryan, since he's the step grandfather, Ryan's still not accepting him as grandfather. And, and, um, Graham is just trying to protect his grandson. He cu- keeps calling him his grandson. He's just trying to protect his family. Uh, but at the same time, he is just so kind. And for what weird traits he has, they come into play at the best time. Yeah. Um, so that, and at one point, uh, in the very end, they were going through the arresting of Rose Parks off the bus and the doctor saying, you can't leave. Yeah. You have to stay here. We're part of it now. And yeah, he, and they, they had to stay on the bus. Yes. Because they were already on, and they had to make sure were, the seats were full. Right. Um, and because, spoiler alert, huge spoiler alert. Rosa gets arrested. Yeah, no. Um, anyways, <laughs> Graham kind of just, just looks, and I swear if he dropped a tear, I would have been done. Oh, but yeah. He just I, looked, I almost teared up. Right? And he just looked... And he didn't say it with a with a with a yelling voice. He didn't say it with I'm heartbroken voice. He just said it with such a sincere. I don't. No. 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 I don't want to be part of this. I don't want to be part of this. And I'm just there going, oh crap. And it was followed up with a beautiful line from the doctor. No, we have to stay and not help her. I mean, can you think of any other time where anybody's ever said we have to stay and not help help that person, not help that person? Yeah, and. Uh... The weird thing is, she said, what, what was the line she said at the first episode? You know, like, uh, when anybody needs help, I never refuse. Right. So. But the only, but this was. But she had to because The it was only history. way to help was well, to exactly, refuse. Exactly. Exactly. It was just, oh, so heartbreaking. And. Um, that line was like the epitome of Doctor Who for it, me. It though. was almost like a tenant, I don't want to go line. Y- yeah. It was just, oh. Um, now, the next character. Um, Yasmin, um, I can't, uh, yeah, Yasmin, <clears throat> excuse me, um, she's played by, I'm going to mess this up, it is Mandip Kuar Gill, um, hopefully I said that pretty right, anyways, we really see in this episode, she, she's almost, besides the doctor, she is the brains yeah, of everybody. I, I honestly, in the first episode, I did not like her, uh, I don't remember how Agreed. I, <laughs> I don't remember how I felt about her in the second episode. Um but she was easing up to me. Really? I I just I don't I don't think there was a whole lot of her enough of her in that episode for me to, you know, they were saving up for this one. Exactly. Yeah, they were <laughs> definitely saving it up for this one. But she just has several lines in this one where again, you get to see how smart she is. Uh and she can be funny too. Yeah, I was gonna say witty. Yeah, there's a there's a part where they're about to be kicked out because um they because uh, oh. one of the waitresses says we don't serve we don't serve um your bla- your kind. She said different yeah. word, but I just don't feel comfortable saying it at all. <laughs> um, and uh, friggin' uh, Ryan said, "Well, good, cause I don't eat them." And then the waitress just turns to Yasmin and goes, "Or Mexicans." And Yasmin just looks at Ryan and just goes. Is she talking to me? Because she's not Mexican at all. She's As, like, what, Pakistani, Indian, uh, Pakistani, Middle Eastern? Let's mi- go with mi- Middle Eastern. Yeah, Middle Eastern, because uh, we, we don't know. And yeah. I, I want to say she's pa- she's Pakistani because she was talking about 
I don't think no, I don't think she is Pakistani. She just happens to be Muslim. Well, I mean, I, the reason why I think pa- Pakistan that she is Pakistani is because uh, she's on the police force, and she talks about at one point of how the how other officers just call her Paki. I thought that was it's not the other officers that they're doing that. It's the the civilians that she's dealing. I mean, with. it could be the police officer. It could be the other officers as well. We don't know. Yeah, but that's not what she said. Mm, Great, true. Um, but it, but anyway, but she. I don't she, think she is. Because they're calling her that. True, it could just be an insult. Yeah. Um. Anyways, um. She she is the brains. She is witty. Uh. But also, you kind of you do get a sincere. There's she, some sympathy, and you're able to, uh, empathize. I forget the difference between those two words, but you're able to empathize with even what she's going through in her actual time period when she says all of that stuff. And, right. And, and she's empathizing with Ryan because they're in Montgomery in the 50s. Right. Um, and what one thing that I liked is that they added, through the writing and through just one line, they added a character, they, they added a new characteristic um, to her without making it part of, part without making it the character like they did with Bill and her being a lesbian. Yeah. She she said, you know, I get called being a terrorist as I'm as I'm coming mm, home mass. from the mosque. Mass. Mosque, they, not why did I say mass? That's Catholic. Sorry guys. Anyways, so they so I like that because they added a new characteristic without making that the character and also without yeah. going, hey, this is gonna be her. It's just uh, just enough to add a different characteristic, but also add to the to the storyline of the show of the episode yeah and it makes um, her a little bit more relatable which i was struggling to relate to that particular character in the first two episodes yes now the final in a good way nail in the coffin that did it for me with uh why this episode is the tipping point mm-hmm. was the doctor we know the doctor's weird we know they're quirky goofy all that but at the very end when they're taking rosa off the bus and putting her in the, into the police car She's just the doctor's looking at Rosa through the glass and it's very slow, but it's just almost she has the most kindest eyes and she's looking at Rosa going, I'm sorry, I wanted to help, but this had to happen this way. And Rosa gave her a nod of it's okay, I'll be fine, but almost like a, I know this had to happen. Yeah. And that that made me go, okay, I love this. I love this. When's the next episode? A week from now? Crap. <laughs> yeah, no. Um. I can definitely agree with you there. I'm still kind of iffy. Um, I don't warm up to new characters uh, very quickly, but I definitely think the companions at this point are super relatable. Um, I like the Doctor. I'm not saying that I hate her. I do like her. Um, do you like her more than Capaldi? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I didn't... Uh, why'd you gotta go and ask me that? In, in my in my opinion, I know we're talking about Jody Whitaker, but I, in my opinion, I liked uh, Peter Capaldi, but at the same time, it's slight miss. Really? I don't know. I especially in the beginning. Good God, that was almost hard to get through on the first season with him. Yeah, I don't remember how I felt about uh, Peter Capaldi. I don't. I don't think I ever hated him. Um, I, I I knew he was a great actor, so I knew what to expect. So I kind of want to chalk like, it up to it was just bad writing. Oh, and and if he got if he got like the writers that were dealing with David Tennant, and Matt Smith, he would have been a lot better. But it was almost like they were scraping the bottom of the barrel, especially with the sonic sunglasses. But we're not going to get into that. That's another topic for another episode. Yeah. 
Anyways, okay, so the TARDIS. You said you had a lot of thoughts on that, and so do I. What 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 do you got? I said I got some things to say. I hate it. Really? Yeah, I I think it looks stupid. Really? Okay, okay. It, it, everything's all crystallized, and it looks like, like uh, not slime, but like, I can't think of the right word. But I, I'm, I'm not a fan. I like the, the what are they, hexagons? Oh, um, on the sides? Yeah. See, see. Um, I think that's like uh, typical, this is the TARDIS, like that's normal. My thought is I would have liked those better in Capaldi's TARDIS. Because if you remember from the... Well, the the ent- the themes on from his or the title sequence from his his dealt with gears of the clock and those kind of resemble that so I think that would have been better for oh, yeah him. there's there's gears in there too but I'm talking about the 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 hexagon panels not the not the um because I think there were gears back there as well I don't know I don't know but anyways I'm I don't I don't like it okay see. Thing is, I I'm not in love with it. I mean, David Tennant started is Tardis is my favorite. Um, I did like the end of Matt Smith beginning of Dave, uh, Peter Capaldi because it was refined, but I really like hers. Reason why is because I'm not seeing the crystals. It looks more alien. It does. So I do like it on that, but also with the crystals, to me, it's not like ooh, it's crystallized. It's more in a way organic. Okay. Like. Like it, um, with Dave, with David Tennant's uh, TARDIS, it almost looked like roots coming from the ground. So it was more organic on that. And with hers, it, it's like, it's a whole different tone of the show, anyways. Because if you've seen the title sequence, um, if you guys have seen the title sequence for the new se- seri- season, sorry. Words, well, it is called a series over there. It so is called a series over there, which I've never understood. I don't know. So, anyways, for the s- new series for UK people, but for the new season for us, <laughs> um, with the new title sequence, I swear with all the clouds and almost the galaxy, f- you and know, looks melting like, together. Yeah. It uh, the first thing I thought of was this is the quantum realm from Ant Man or from the whatever realm that the time thing was. Wow, I'm explaining this terribly. But from from a. Uh, from a uh, 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 Doctor Strange, um, when he went into the other, not like even. like right as he got his powers. No, uh, at at the end when he's fighting the giant thing, he keeps he's got him in a time loop. Yes, okay, Th- that's what it looked like to me. It, I I do get that too. So I think with the whole TARDIS, and if you didn't understand either of those references, go watch those movies. I mean, I I mean, I think I explained mine. A lot better. Well, if they still don't know <laughs> what it is, it like it's if they true, true, yeah. But but anyways, um, with the with the new title sequence and the way that looks, and with the way this, because it is, if you want to think about it, it is a new Doctor Who, new yeah. writing style. It's basically yeah, it's, rebuilt. From it's the like a, a new showrunner too, right? Yeah, new, it's new, new writer, showrunner. new director, new producers, new showrunner, which new, is different. New everything. New Doctor. So, New companions, new TARDIS, which we always get. Right. And a new sonic screwdriver. You're gonna you're you're gonna hate on it, aren't you? I don't hate it. I think it looks dumb. I, I, okay, I, to, I did too. To be fair, it does fit with the way her TARDIS looks and I the color the coloring for both match. And I think that's kind of cool. I did hate it at first. Um it's just with me, I I didn't like the design, but when I saw it being built, 
it added to to the character. Yeah. Because with Matt oh. Smith, I'm sorry, I'm to interrupt. Let me re, uh, uh, rephrase what I said. I I did not like it when I saw it on its own, like the first pictures of it. Right. When I saw it being built, I'm like, okay, this is kind of cool. But, you know, I still don't necessarily like the look of it, kind of like I don't like the look of the new TARDIS, but I don't hate them. Right. Wait, wait. The thing is with me, the reason why I liked it, um, especially when it got built, right, was once she built it out of spoons. It doesn't look like a spoon. Some, ugh, It doesn't look <laughs> like a spoon. But it's just it made does, out of spoons. It uh, yeah, exactly. Um, and for me, it's the reason why I think it added to the characters because Matt Smith's new Sonic got built or was given to him by the TARDIS. Um, same thing with Capaldi. It shot this on a screwdriver at Capaldi. But with uh, Jodie Whittaker, she didn't have a song screwdriver. She knew she needed one. So what she do? She found some parts. She built a brand new Sonic screwdriver from ordinary Earth things. And she goes, ah, Sonic, it'll work. And I... Okay, were they actually normal Earth things? Because I feel like it she was found spoons. some alien stuff. One or two things was from uh, the alien enemy In that episode, craft. Yeah. Um, yeah. Exactly. But on that, it, it kind of showed she... She's able to be crafty and build things like a Sonic screwdriver when the other ones were given to the Doctor by the TARDIS. Um, so in that regards, that's why I like the Sonic, and that's why I think it added a new characteristic to the Doctor herself. I got to say herself. I almost said himself. And um, But on that, I really like the TARDIS. It adds It's new you never seen something like it before. Um, and it just, it adds a different feel to it. Like, it, it, even the colors or the lighting for one of the scenes, it just added a different, legit light to the Doctor and everything like that. And just, I really like it. It It, it, it is kind of, yeah, at the same time. Yeah. But I really do like it. And it's just... I think with anything that's going to be coming from this new show, it, it is going to take a little bit of time. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think I'll ever get used to the way that the um, the screwdriver looks um, because it looks so different because, you know, uh, it, it's rounded or whatever. It kind of like, like, looks like a bent finger. I think it's more – it's supposed to be more uh, – Ergonomic to the hand. Ergonomic. It, th- thank you, because the way the way you hold it, it or she holds it, it, the way it curves up goes into the palm. Yeah. So I think they did it for that. I um, guess that makes sense. I mean, there's no like. Yes, there's a. It could be used, or it could be said that it's a practical design, but like, I don't know. I get I get where you're coming from, but I'm, you know. I'm still iffy about it. Like, I don't think I'll ever actually like it. That's not one that I would buy. Well, okay. Now, here's my question. It, besides the TARDIS, has there been anything in the in the episodes or in the series so far um, that you just absolutely, absolutely just went, nope, I hate this, the stupid, die? Okay. Uh, I think we were talking about this before recording. Um, so, you know how the Doctor does that, like inspiring monologue yeah um so every doctor does it 
I think every episode, basically, they're trying to inspire the people that they're trying to help. I Okay, it's not necessarily every episode, but... Um, you know, it, it's a it happens a lot, and right. so far she's done it in each episode. Um, it's never long though, which is nice. I don't like the long monologues, um, but uh, hers, I, I'm not feeling inspired by hers. Um, so I, I'm not a fan of her inspirational monologues. I didn't actually do them but like put air quotes around those inspirational i i i don't think they're inspirational they're not inspiring me uh at right. all like i it might be the way that they're written it might be the way that she's reading her lines it might be that she hasn't come into her doctor dumb yet <laughs> doctor yes we just coined a new term yes we did you know what i mean though right like, i i think they're just saying that for the big episode. Because, you know, okay, in every season... but if she's going to do a monologue, however short it is, if it's supposed to be inspiring, I want to be inspired. I Okay, I, I'll give you that one. Um, I think the big monologue... Because under every season, there's always that underlining big conclusion story. Uh, we don't know what that is or if there is one at, at this point. But I think when it comes down to, like, literally life or death... That's when the monologue's going to hit, and you're just going to be like, I will follow you into battle. <laughs> um, now, anything that's made you go, I'm really happy with this so far. Um, I think overall, I like the characters, like the companions. I'm pretty much, I'm digging on these companions. Like, like I didn't like Bill. Um, not because of... Another topic for another episode? Well, okay, yeah, not really. Like, it had nothing to do with the fact that she's uh, part of the LG, uh, LGBTQ. Crap. Thank you. I always, I, when I'm looking at it, I can say it, but, like, trying to say it without looking you at the letters. You just say she was a lesbian. Just leave it at that. Yeah, no, that's not what I'm trying to say. Like, she's part of that community. It's not because, gotcha. I don't like her because, she, um, it's not that I don't like her because of that. What I didn't like about her was her personality. Um, and it, it, you know, it didn't have anything to do with her sexuality at all, but that was, you know, they tried to, I guess, make that part of her personality and I didn't really like the way that they wrote her. Right. Um, my, my biggest thing was I didn't like how they basically made her sexuality, her personality and who she dates part of the story. Now the biggest flack I, or the biggest comeback I get with that is um, Captain Jack Harkness. Right. He, you know, people say, oh, well, he was he was into everything. Guys, girls, aliens, robots. Yeah. yeah. But the thing is, that was, his, that was a characteristic of him. That was yeah. not... Yeah, and it, it, the way that they wrote it into the story, it was never the hugest part of any episode. It was, you know... A one-liners, hint. basically. Yeah, it was one-liners. It was... You, they hinted at it. Right. But with Bill, it was at the very end, the person that saves her. Oh, a girl she didn't even really go out on date, but they're in love. I don't give a crap. <laughs> and it, that that is what made me worried with this season. There was rumors saying oh, one yeah. of the companions was going to be transgender and there was or even transsexual. Th- that and they they wanted the doctor to, ha- be, uh, to have a girlfriend. Like, And the fact that like if River came back, that would be her wife, and they wanted, they, p- people really want to see that. I think it'd be kind of interesting to see River and her interact just for, you know, because I like River. Um, 
I'm not saying that they shouldn't, but like, uh, I don't care. Exactly. I, uh, yeah, like, like I care, but I, I, I don't necessarily need it. Right. And and let, let me rephrase. Like, when there was rumors saying that one of the companions or the doctor being lesbian or one of the right. companions being transsexual, transgender, it's not that I went, oh, that's not my doctor. I'm not one of those. I don't. It, on the same yeah. basis as. I don't care. Yeah, I, was I just worried. want a good show. Exactly. I don't I want them to ruin the show by making that a point of focus. Right. And, I, and I'm going, well, they made a lesbian. That be basically the saving grace of the of the of Bill, Bill. living or dying. I, I'm like, what are they going to do when it's something really extreme, like transsexual or transgender? Because if that's going to be the whole basis of the season, I am not watching it. Right. I don't give a crap. <laughs> Um, and it's just, uh, that, that, that's what it, that's what I was terrified of. Yeah. I don't know if they're still going to do it. I don't know. We well, don't know they, that much of the, of the, any of the characters. I mean, Yasmin could be transgender for all we know. That's, I mean, they did mention, uh, the fact that she was dating some guy back in year 10, uh, which I'm assuming is high school, 10th right. grade. Uh, they, they mentioned that in, in the latest episode, in the latest episode, um, so I'm I'm thinking not, but you know you never know. They could decide to throw that in there. Who knows? We'll, we will see. Um, I mean, I don't know. I, a lot of things have me worried because okay. you never know. But at the same time, yeah. my biggest thing that's made me excited is just like I said, is a whole new show. And when you boil it down, it's whole new writing staff, whole new yeah. everything. Everything is new. I'm excited to see what's gonna happen. You're excited but worried. I, I'm I'm worried of what they of what they can do. Oh, and I'm like excited they, they of what they can do. They can go too far. Do. Yeah. Um. And one thing that I'm really excited for is because, like, you know, last season with or one of the seasons with Capaldi when uh, Missy came along the first time. Oh yeah. Um, and you know, it was the whole welcome to heaven. I that was like the first or second episode where we saw them. We're going, ooh, that's the underlying big story. Right. I'm kind of I'm excited because we haven't seen that yet. Oh, and I'm yeah. going, we don't we don't what, know what's going to be the big blow off of this is going to happen. Yeah, I'm kind of curious. Also, basically, I'm saying me too. Like I I'm excited to see what the whole like the whole season is going to be about. Like because right? usually there's like a you know like okay this episode this episode this episode are about this this and this but like eventually we're going to get to a point where. Like okay, this is the starting of this is, this is what this season is about. This is right. the biggest thing. Like oh, uh, there's we, I forget which season it was where Cybermen was a thing. I think one of the, uh, one of Matt Smith's was about the Daleks. Um, I mean everybody, every Doctor's dealt with the Daleks at least. There's once. a rumor though, that they're not gonna bring back any of the old monsters for at least this season. I don't know how I feel on that. I don't know how I feel about that either. I see why, I, I can see why they would want to do that because they're like, we're brand new, we're trying to, you know, make something. They're trying to basically restart the show, not restart, restart, but like everything's new. So for this episode, they want to show off Jody as a new the new doctor so they don't want to be like okay we're gonna we're gonna bring back the daleks we're gonna bring back the cybermen i don't think they're gonna do that right and because they want to show off jody i get that 
But I think they could still bring back some of the old the old monsters, but still. But I don't think they will. Hold on, let me let me. I'm let me, pretty sure I read an article. Let let you can hope and pray, but I don't no, think no, they're going on, to. Let me, hold on. I'm done. So, in one of the episodes of Matt Smith, when him and Clara are on the Russian submarine, yeah, it's the Martian, literally the alien from Mars, right? Right. Apparently, that was an old species from the old Doctor Who from the 70s and 80s. And I love it when they do that. Exactly. And the reason why I love it. I had no idea. Yeah. Cause and they could do the same thing with this. They could bring back some old monster that's from the 60s, the very first Doctor Who, and to the people that have watched it since then would go, ah, that's from the old. But to people like me, it's a brand new, it's a new monster without being a new monster. I could see that. And now I'm okay with them bring, uh, coming up with their own monster. I think that's what they're going to do. But they, it has to be done right. Because if it's monster where we're all going, I don't believe it. You've, you've already lost us in the first five minutes. What did you think about the monster in the first one? I thought, holy crap, that is weird looking. And yeah. I loved it. Because he takes off the helmet and he has teeth because, you know, he he's Spoiler. a warrior. And he, you know, it's like taking a tooth from your prey. But he has Which it really shoved weird. in his face. And I'm going. That's gross. Exactly. And not only that, that is one heck of a toothbrush in the morning. I don't think he brushes them. I mean, they look kind of white. They they look nice and clean. Okay, but they're not. I mean, I'm not, not necessarily. So they're not necessarily getting dirty. He doesn't have to brush them. How do you know he doesn't? They're not sweat. in his mouth. Ah, Brandon, they are not in his mouth. So he's not gonna brush them. Yeah, he will help maybe wash his face. The I man could have dandruff. I mean, really he, just okay, to be fair, like we're just kind of speculating and being stupid because he's a completely different species and might not even have to wash his face or brush his teeth. That's just gross. But anyway, so yeah, so yeah, on that one, I like that because, and not in a bad way, it was a quick, easy, easy monster or yeah. alien. Yeah. Because we don't need some something big, bad, and powerful that soon. But it was just enough to make us to make the doctor snap into herself. Right. And I, and it was a good it was a good meeting point for everybody. I could see that. You know, common goal. He's about to kill some. He you know he's terrorizing the place, um, and it's a good way to bring the characters together. Ryan found the ship, uh, and right. Yasmin's the police officer that answered the call, and everything that <clears throat> excuse me, and everything like that. And we get Ryan's uh, grandparents, and it's just it is very good um another thing that i like is this the this is the first time i wouldn't say it's the absolute first time they've had three companions since the old doctors mm. now mm. yes they the, yes he's uh like uh at one point uh christopher eccleston had Mickey, Mickey um, Rose, Rose and, and Rose's mom, whose name I completely that, forgot. No, not her. Um, Captain Jack, all in one oh, time. Oh, no, I see. But those were just for one or two episodes. These are companions that's going to be throughout the season. Potentially. Yeah. I think so far, because they are not going to make us be this involved and kill them off that quick. Maybe in the second season or third season. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, but the last time we had three set main character companions was back during 4th, 5th, 6th, 7th Doctor. During Old Who. Exactly. And so I kind of like that. They're they're taking something old and, and making it, it new. Yeah. Because uh, 
besides that, the only time there was more than one companion was Matt Smith with Rose. Uh, no, I'm sorry, not Rose. I'm no, I'm getting crucified for that one. Yeah, you are from uh, me. <laughs> the the pawns. Those that was Amy the last and Rory because yes. I wanted to say their names. Amy and Rory. All I'm right. sorry. I just wanted um, to say them. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that was the last time that we saw more than one companion with the Doctor. So yeah. I really like this, and it adds more depth, and it adds more danger. Cause yeah, because she's cause, trying to protect three people instead of just one. Or two. And she could just right. be like, okay, I got Yes, man, I got Ryan. Graham. Where's Graham? Oh, crap. Gotta go and back for Graham. Exactly. But they're all pretty smart, uh, even though, you know, Ryan is a little bit thick. Uh, as you said earlier. At least with history. He, okay. He could be the muscle. Let me finish. All of them are pretty smart. And, uh, you know, they, they're they able to keep up with the doctor. They're not, like, walking off and wandering off on their own. Which, so that kind of makes it a little bit easier for her. Because they, they're, they're curious. But, like, I think Ryan's the most curious. Because he, he keeps picking up dangerous things. She's like, Ryan, put that down. That's dangerous. Yeah, but at the same time, that's a five-year-old. No, put that put that down. Which is why you called him thick. Right. Um, but I don't know. I want to say when it comes to curiosity, it's a tie between him and Yasmin. Yeah. Because Yasmin... It's more of an intellectual curiosity, not like, ooh, shiny. It, it, yeah, it's, it's something new. Graham, yeah. I think he is curious... He's. I think he's on. I think he's along for the ride because he wants to protect Ryan. That, and I think. And he, he you know. He because of of a major thing that happened. I'm not. I'm not gonna spoil that. Much, yeah. But with a major thing that happened in the first episode, I want to say he's trying to, in Keep a way, live together. out the last bit of his life to think to to, to the, the fullest, fullest that nobody else can say they did. Yeah, maybe a little bit of that, and, like, he's trying to, like, I, I really do think it's just because he's trying to stay with Ryan. And, and connect with him, because... Yeah, because there is no connection right now. It, 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 it's And it's almost like... There might be a little bit more after this one episode, yeah, because of this, all the, the, the like, stuff that happens in, in this one. Right. Um, because they're in, you know, the South... Uh, in the 50s, so I, I think maybe there might be a little bit more of a connection. Yeah, I mean... Eventually. No, like, it's n- getting nothing, there. nothing bad, but I almost feel sad and sorry for Graham. Uh, again, nothing bad, but it's almost like he's... The reason why he wants to protect Ryan is because he just wants Ryan just one time to call him granddad. Oh. And, yeah, and, he hasn't done that. Yeah, and it's almost like every time Graham's like, yeah, we're connecting, Ryan's just like, no. And it's almost <laughs> like, dude, just... Really, just, like you, uh, you, you connected, like and connect now you're back your Granddad, come on. I mean, granted, he's not blood, but you know, he he's doing more than what blood has done for you as the character, and you know, he, he is the step grandfather. He could easily be like, go on, I don't care, but he, all he's wanting is that connection with you, and yeah. that, and because of family again i'm trying not to spoil anything but because of a family thing he he i think he's not just trying to go for him as calling grandfather but he's like you're the last bit of family i have at this moment yeah because uh him being the step grandfather we were you know you're not sure if he has family other family like he was he married into ryan's family right so like that's his family now. Like right. it, it's very possible that Graham doesn't have any other family. 
I mean, in the first episode, we find out that Graham uh, was uh, in it. Well, currently, he's in remission of can of cancer. Oh yeah, um, I forgot about that. I don't. I don't think he specifies, but. The character he, he is in remission of cancer. Yeah. So I think it's cancer. one of those that could play into something later on. Well, that would suck. I don't want it would him suck. to die. Well, no, no, no. I'm not I saying like anytime soon. He's my favorite. I don't want him to but die. But that could be something of... Don't kill him off, Brandon. I'm not. But that could be, you know, that could be a boiling point for Ryan of, why do you why do you keep trying to connect to me? You're not my grandfather. You're not family. Blah, blah, blah. And, and, like, uh, I'm and, dying. And Graham just goes... You know, I had cancer at this point, but because of that, I met your grandmother, and because of that, I met you, and you are my family. I, you know, and that yeah. could just be a moment where life or death, where one of them is killed off or both of them survive. That could be the moment of thank you. Yeah, the tipping point. At now, they they've connected. Did we just create an episode? I really hope so. Probably not, because this is, but because the episodes have already been recorded, and they're probably already going through the second season right now. What? Ew. Is that how that works? I mean, it is by the time that the ser- oh. by the time that the season is done, they've or they've just finished filming the second season, and then all they gotta do is edit it and post it. Well, I, just like us. They usually start about the same time that they started the previous year. That's so, what I was thinking too. So, so if it takes a year to do the whole series. For the our UK fans and season for our US fans, um, if it takes a year for that and they start in the summer, uh, the next summer they will start the next, you know, the next one, like the next season. Right. But. But I mean, who knows? I mean, so far, I mean, we're we're just talking about three episodes. Yeah. But yet. So we, much has happened in those three episodes. Do we know how many episodes this season's gonna be? I'm looking at I'm looking at it right now. I want to say there's gonna be. It looks like there's gonna be ten. Um, it's and short. I think that I are think they're gonna end it at the end of the year because that's how many left. How many weeks are left? I think it's gonna be ten, or, and then the eleventh one is gonna be the Christmas special. Yes, because um, I'm looking at the list of episodes right now. Um, the last one is supposedly going to be aired December 9th, but I don't think that's going to be the Christmas special. I think it's going to well, yeah. be the 10 episodes and then the Christmas, Christmas special. Okay. All right. So if you really want to add it all up, 11. Yeah. Um, well, Christmas specials are technically different. They're not necessarily part of the season. Um, and I'm, I'm Even looking, though we sometimes lump them in with the season. Yeah, and I'm looking at the titles of the episodes. I'm not going to say them. Please don't. You can easily look them up. But some of them, I I'm going like, I'm, I'm reading it going, ooh, I wonder what that's about. Ooh, ooh, ooh. It's like, ooh, Pete's candy. Ooh, Pete's candy. And You're I'm just going. Dork. And we're trying to make a living off that. What, is, what does that make you? <laughs> also a dork. There you go, people. We are dorks. Breaking news. Yay. Anyways. Good God. We we got really off there, um, so and there's more of it to come. <laughs> so uh, I I think that I think that's a good place to to stop. We're you both think? dorks. You, you sure? You're sure? I mean, yeah, I think dorks. I, come, bo- print, send it to the press. We're both we're both dorks. <laughs> the end. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, you know, as always, thank you so much, you guys, for for listening to us ramble on and everything like that. Yeah. I mean, this first of many episodes come up. Uh, we're gonna try to do this as much as possible. 
Yeah. And uh, of course, episodes. yes. Uh, and of course, uh, please, please, please. You, I mean, you can find us on iTunes podcast. You can find us on Stitcher radio. You know, we have a website, uh, geekediareviews.com. We have a YouTube channel, Instagram. I mean, we, we don't have a Twitter. We're never doing Twitter. I don't care what you say. <laughs> I, I'm, I know just, no, I hate that little bird. I want to shoot it with a shotgun. Did you know? Did you know that the bird's name is Larry? Why does an icon have a name? Do you not know who Larry Bird is? Not off the time I had, no. Basketball. Anyways. Has to do with basketball. Sorry. I don't know. They- I'm a fat white guy. Do you really think I do sports? I didn't have an answer for that one. I don't because she knows it's true. Anyways, uh, yeah, we're also on Patreon, and we have a coffee that's spelled K O dash F I. Because spelling doesn't matter. Yes. Uh, So those are both ways you can support us. Um, How do how do we want to end this? We want to, you know. I mean, we really could just end it like the Sopranos, where we just stop mid set. Nah, sorry, I got you guys. Uh, <laughs> anyways, um, like I said, I, you know, this one of many episodes come. We really appreciate the support. And if you really like listening to us, you know, tell us on Instagram. If you find us on, if you find us some person, you know, just grab our faces and scream at us. Please don't do that. Please do that. Only to Gabby. Only to Gabby. No, do it to Brandon. I hate that. That's why I'm saying do it to Gabby. No. Anyways, enough rambling inside, you know <laughs> One, one more time, one more time. Thank you guys for listening, and, you know, you'll hear us next time.